Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mags, and with me is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How's everything? Everything's going good. Just sitting here eating my almonds. It's been a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's funny because... by a long time, I mean like, what, two weeks? I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be longer than that. Three weeks? Three? Something like that, give or take. Something like that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we are back along with all of our shows two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because you and I have hung out plenty of times, haven't recorded a single thing. Oh, yeah. But our recording time, because last week you were busy with something on Sunday, right? Sure. Sure. Oh, yeah. My brother had a baseball game. Yeah. And then the Sunday before that, I think maybe it was raining. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but we, yeah. We just didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. No, obviously. So here we are. We're back. Our shows are back in uh, full swing. So today we're going to be recording for the, previ- the, the two episodes of each show that have been back since the hiatus ended for everything. Yes. So I think we're going to talk Supergirl, then some Flash yep. with our big Flash reveal, too. We got to talk yes. about that. That's probably going to be the bulk of our episode. Because neither one of us were right. And then we're going to talk. I was sort of right. I don't know about that. And then we're going to finish up with a little arrow discussion. So, Ronnie. That's where, me. Where are we starting? Well, we're going to start, obviously, with Supergirl. It's our Monday show. Um, like you said, we're, we have two episodes. So, the first episode was titled Ace Reporter. Also known as Attack of the Little Machines. Yep. And then uh, the second one we're talking about is titled Alex. Named after... Phil. Her sister, Alex. Oh, really? For a second when I saw Alex, I was like, whoa, they misspelled Kara. Obviously. You know? Did they do an episode called Kara? I feel like they did, but I don't I don't, I don't think so. No. I think it, her name might have been in the title of an episode, but I don't think it was just... My name is Kara Zorel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I am Supergirl. <laughs> my name is Barry Allen. Shut up, Barry. This is my show. Yeah, right? They have a lot of, like, one name... Like one yeah. word titles, it's weird. There, oh, there was one show I forget what it was, but they they're famous for it. Like they always just did one word episode titles. Yeah, but I forget which one it was. Maybe it was Heroes. Oh wait, no, it wasn't because no. they did. But anyway, all right. So um, <laughs> let's talk about Ace Reporter first. Yes. We had um, Lena's boyfriend, her former boyfriend. Yep. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he's on I Zombie. Do you ever watch I Zombie? No, I've not. I've heard very good things about it, but I just haven't sat down and watched it. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll be one of our hiatus shows. Yeah. Yeah, his, his name was Jack. I don't remember what his uh, last name was. Jack, little tiny machine guy. Yeah, but all I know is he was, oh, Jack Sphere. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sphere. Jack, Jack Sphere. I love comic books. They're never subtle with names. Yeah, right. Oh, I love it. I, love it. I was watching uh, Suicide Squad today. June Moon, obviously. Yeah. That's a normal person's name. It is. Well, Superman comics were famous for their double L's. Yes. Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, Lana Lang. Lena Luther. Lena Luther now. Lillian Luther. Lionel yeah. Luther. Yeah, they like their uh, their double names. Yeah. Clark Kent's close. I mean. Yeah, because sometimes you can miss the K and the C. Yeah, the K and the C. Yeah. I agree. But um, so we had this new character. What did we think of Mr. Sphere? Jack Sphere. Um, I actually liked him. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed his portrayal. Yes. Um, The actor I had no problem with. Nope. Did you know that the uh, the assistant chick was the bad guy right away? Yeah. You did? I See, when they revealed... Because they revealed that he was like the machine guy te- like 30 minutes into the episode. And if you reveal it halfway, there's always more to it. Oh, yeah. It, unless they show it like the last eight seconds. Yeah. So, as soon as they showed that, I was like, ah, oh, there's more to it than we know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's just because you're super smart like that. That's why. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm, come on now. 
Let's get cereal. Let's get cereal? Yeah. You want to get nuts? I heard you do. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I'm eating almonds, guys. Yeah, we uh, That's why. we figured that one out. <laughs> but um, we also had our return of Lillian, or, uh, Lena Luther. Yes. Apparently, she's going to be a series regular next year. I like it. I'm digging I'm it. Her. I'm digging it. Yeah. I also like how she, um, she had that little ending scene with uh, Rhea. Yes. Which we got to see play out more in the following episode, yep. Alex. Um, what do we think about Lena so far? I mean, I know you and I both kind of enjoyed her presence. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still like her. You know, she's growing on me. Mm-hmm. You know, because at first it was kind of, I uh, can't really stand her. I liked her, but I couldn't really stand her, if that makes sense. You know, I never make sense, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she's starting to grow on me, and I like how she's she's starting to outsmart the smart. I, f- I still know? feel like she's playing some deeper game that we just don't know about, mm-hmm. that she she either knows who Kara is and she's just not saying. Yeah. I, I could see that. Um, we'll see how she plays out for the end of the season. Apparently, we have uh, Cat Grant and Superman coming back for the season finale. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm more excited for Cat Grant than Superman. I'm more excited for Superman than Superman. Me too. Exactly. I think. But um, oh, I was going to bring up a point. What did you think of... Uh, I, I really dug Monel and Kara's like, sleuthing team-ups. Yeah. They, they have such great... Apparently, they're dating in real life. I ship it. I, I, I want to date her in real <laughs> life. Well, she was dating the kid who played uh, Cat Grant's son, too. Yeah. Or she was married to him when they filmed. So that was a quick turnover rate between season one and season two. Good for her. I'm, right? Maybe. I guess. But it, it adds to their on-screen chemistry. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely dig them as a couple. I want They got to figure out what they want to do with Monel. Yeah. I, I do like how he made the comment. You know, I sometimes help out with superheroing with Kara. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, I, Unfortunately, because he's, he's like one of the top ones. And now they're kind of pushing him aside almost. Not as much as Jimmy. What are you talking about? He had a big moment this one. Oh, what was his big moment? You know, with him and Lyra, where, where she teams up. I wasn't sure if Lyra and Wynn were still together. Yeah, I thought they weren't. I thought, I thought then she, we saw like, that, you know, yeah. that scene where, you know, Wynn didn't have his back and because uh, someone was in the van getting a little some some A little frisky. Yeah, right? Is it weird that, like, Wynn's having the most action this season? The most action we've seen, but we don't know what's going on. Well, we know Kara Car- yeah. and Monel had they woke up together. Yeah, they, we've seen them cuddling. I want to see like them wake up the next day and the beds like shattered to pieces, like Jessica Jones style. No, because they're making love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know this is a family friendly show, but I feel like Kara's really repressed during, yeah, during intimacy, <laughs> and Monel's probably not. No, no, not at all. But um. I definitely. What did you think of the effects for uh, Jack Sphere's transformation? They got better as the episode went on because mm. we saw it, what three, four times maybe, something Sound, like that. Sounds about right. Yeah, but um, they got better as it went on. But I think it was more because as it went on, you didn't have Supergirl there, really. Yeah, you know, because there's was a couple times where we had him transform, but then we also saw. You know, Supergirl using whatever power she wanted to use at that time. Yeah. So, but they, it looked good. They did a lot of her freeze breath this episode. Yes. I, I dig it. I always forget she has it, and then she'll use it, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. 
forgot all about that. Hey, would you look at that? But uh, and then we also had the return of Snapper Car yes. and Car getting her job back. What did you think of that little story arc? I loved her in the beginning, where she's like, CarDanversBlog.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, I always like their interactions. Oh yeah, you know. And you know, he has some sort of begrudging respect for her. Yeah. But I love how he tells a story about like it was more of like a joke about how he said sorry once and everybody was really uncomfortable, or he yeah. said thank you once and everybody was uncomfortable, and then he says it to her. Yes. And I just thought that was a really big character moment. We don't see a lot of Snapper, but we get a lot of his character. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a pretty uh, typical character type, you know, like the angry boss who really respects their... It's like the J. Jonah Jameson yeah. kind of uh, character. But I'm, I'm definitely digging him. And, you know, there's something to say about his personal integrity that I really dig. Because, um, you know, it goes to show that you don't have to have superpowers to really be a good person. Yeah, and as rough around the edges Snapper Car is, he's he's still a good person. Yeah. Um, do you think it was too easy for Car to get her job back? Mm, no, I feel like he never really wanted to get rid of her. No, no, you know. So when she was like, "I got this. Check this out," he was like, "Okay, you're back because I like you." Yeah, and because I know you're Supergirl. I wouldn't be surprised. I did love the scene of the car explosion and then the visual of her, like her clothes are all tattered and you see like the the suit on underneath. Yeah. I just love how you know that they're not really wearing the actual suit underneath. Usually it's just like a shirt. Yeah. Because there's no way she could be wearing that underneath her clothes. No. Um, one of my favorites was in Superman Returns when uh, he gets in the elevator mm-hmm. and he, he takes off his glasses. He's still like in his suit and like a trench coat and everything and he flies up and he actually takes it off and yeah. it's underneath. And it was just a really cool transition shot. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, Superman and now Supergirl are famous for the shirt open. Yeah. Like, it's become iconic with them and superheroes in general. We don't get it a lot, though. No. I'm definitely, you know, I'm enjoying seeing Kara play Kara and Supergirl. Yeah. So, with this episode, we got a nice little mix of yeah, both. She's, she's starting to fit her own, you know. I like her more as Kara than Supergirl. Eh, I could see that. Yeah. I can see that. For now. I like how she'll actually walk around the DEO as Cara Danvers, yeah. not just as Supergirl. So that means everybody in the DEO knows she who she is. Yeah. Man. And they say Oliver has too many people who know his secret identity. He's got like five. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> everybody else is dead. Yeah. Or missing, Thea. Yeah. But anyway. Thea, come back. Thea, oh. come back. Speaking of coming back, um, let's move on to Alex. Do you want to do a Star City rating for Ace Reporter first? Well, I'm giving it a four. <laughs> As you're saying no, I'm gonna give it a four. I really dug it. I agree. Okay, you want to talk about Alex? Yes. The, uh, the episode, not her. The, the, yeah, the episode. So not this her. is the one where um, Alex got abducted. Abducted? Uh, abducted. Abducted. No. No. Oh. Yeah, she got abducted, and the demands by the person was to release Peter Thompson. Um. So in this, basically, it's, you know, this mm-hmm. is more to me, not Alex. Episode. You know, you title it Alex. I thought it was going to be about Alex if I didn't see previews and read synopsises. But um, this was more of a uh, Cara Maggie episode. Yeah. You know, where uh, they're butting heads on literally every single thing. From the first opening scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, uh, for me, like on a personal note, because of... Yeah. my new career choice 
I definitely agreed with Maggie, like a hundred percent. Oh, I did too. Like, I I like that sort of thing. You know, we always talk about how cool it would be to live in a world of superheroes or to be a superhero. But I like that theme where, you know, the superheroes are really taking the law into their own hands. Yes. And that's that's more of like a Batman. And I was even watching uh, some Flash season one and I watched the uh, Flash versus Arrow episode. Joe specifically does not want Oliver in that city at all because he's like, you know, they talk about it. So I really I dug that new concept. Yeah. Like I, I like what Maggie said, you know. Leave the criminals to us. You handle the super meta human aliens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you even know? even better, the bad guy of this episode was a totally normal human. Yes. Like that he was not an alien, he was not a meta human, he yep. wasn't super powered at all. Just a really smart guy. Yeah, yeah. Um Rick Malvern was his name. Yeah. I liked yeah. how he was somebody that they knew as kids and he just figured out who Kara was. And yeah. we got the cool flashback. Yep. Supergirl doesn't do a lot of flashbacks this season. You know, we had the cool one where she was at the beach and the car accident. She rips the kid, the, the family out. Yeah, the mom and the, the baby. Burning, you know. Yeah. The, but yeah, it was an old kid that knew from that day that he was, that she was Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And he even says in here, you know, he's been planning this whole thing for like a year, he said. You know, yeah. Been, you know, walking around, following, you know, Kara, Maggie, Alex everybody mm. you know well the thing i liked about this episode too was it it was dark yeah like uh they they did one of the fa- one of my favorite scenes from uh batman vs superman was the rooftop scene between lex Luthor and yeah. superman D- just say what you will about jesse eisenberg's performance i'll be the first one to say it's not that good but i liked the the general aesthetic mm-hmm. and the theme and the you know when superman looks at him and his eyes turn to that yeah. that heat vision they did that scene or like a similar where her hers did it yep. Um, they put the lighting on him. Like you could see the blue glow on his face yeah. and it was just like that attention to detail. I really liked. And we never see Kara lose control like that. Yeah, no, but, uh, but and I, right, that's what happens when you mess with her family. I just like how he, he was like, Oh, that's so cool up close. <laughs> yeah. Right. That would be my reaction too. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. I don't care if you kill me. Keep doing it. Can you help my tan? <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, can you, but seriously, I'm really pale. Yeah, uh, you are. Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, did you who did you who were you rooting for to save Alex? I wanted Maggie to save her. Yeah. I really did. I wanted like that proof that you don't need to be a superhero to be a hero. Yeah, I think I'm going to say that's where they missed cuz they had Supergirl be the one that saved her. Yeah. I would have preferred it to be Maggie mm-hmm. just cuz of that, that's what everything was about was about we don't need you for these normal things. We yeah. need you for, you know, to take down the aliens and X, Y, Z. We don't need you for these low level stuff. Basically. Yeah. We have normal people to yeah. do normal things. Exactly. And they kind of were like, yeah, let's just sweep that under the rug because we need her to save it. Cause she's super girl. And I'm like, mm. yeah, it was definitely a, yeah. a missed opportunity for that. But then again, you don't know because, I mean, that glass could have been bulletproof. How else would they have been able to break? You know what I mean? Yeah. They might have needed her, but I don't know. It was good to see her mess up, too. Oh, yeah. You know? When she uh, she goes to where they think they, they thought are, they were. And she opens it up and it cuts the timer in like half. Yeah, something like that. Like, I think even more or something. But I think it went from eight hours to four hours. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You know, I was like, 
<laughs> like part of me was like, I'm happy she messed up. Yeah. And you never root for that with a superhero. You oh, never yeah. want them to mess up, but she messed up and I was like, serves you right. That's what you get Mm-mm-mm. for waking up in Vegas. Sorry. Oh Sorry. You you started doing Come save me, please. Oh, if Supergirl did it, she'd probably mess up. Oh, too soon? Hey. If Superman was there, he wouldn't have messed. No, I'm just kidding. But um Whoa, why you gotta go there? I didn't Why you bring gender into it? Whoa, all right. Let's <laughs> bump the brakes before things are said. Um I was gonna make a point. Oh, what did you think of the uh, opening dinner scene though? I was laughing so hard at Monel when he walks out with the two slices of pizza yeah. too. I was like, oh my god, this is so serious. And then I then you just see him like closing the door with the slices in his hand, and I was like, Yep, that'd be me right there. Yeah. Monel Monel brings the the most humor to the show. Like wins a close second for the most part, but it's always Monel who makes me laugh. Oh yeah, definitely. Um was Jimmy even in this episode? I don't believe there really wasn't anyone in this episode other than Alex, Kara, and Maggie. Yeah, even John was was pretty Yeah, he was in it at the end where he wipes Rick's memory. Well, he also tried to interrogate him too. Yeah. That was a cool uh transformation scene yes. where he transformed back. Yeah. But it, it was crazy too cuz you know, he was like, "Yeah, I know that's you. Good try though." I one thing that confused me though is um he goes, you know, he makes it seem like he only knows about the Martian Manhunter cuz of all this studying. I thought that I thought it was like public knowledge at this point that John Jones is the yeah. head of the DEO. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it is, but do they know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man? Who lives on Drury Lane? <laughs> I always think of Shrek. Not the gumdrop buttons. Yeah, I always think of Shrek. <laughs> the Muffin Man! Uh, uh, that was a big tangent right there. A little bit. Um. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess maybe it's not public knowledge, what he can do at least. Yeah, but the, yeah, but then again, part of you might be... Oh, maybe they really did get him, you know, because he didn't know until, you know, John was like, no, let's not escape. Let's stay. He was like, yeah, red flag right there. My dad would like to leave. He wouldn't want to stay. They never explained how he was able to resist John's uh, telepathy. Yeah, he must have made because, you know, he said, you know, he's been studying everyone for a year or whatever it was. I yeah. know it was at least a year. So I'm like, he must have built something or, yeah. I would have liked to see, maybe he had like, a, if he had like a necklace or a chain. I would, I would like have liked it if, um I, I used to play this game called Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. It was It's a pretty famous Star Wars game. But yeah. in the sequel, they introduced a character who could resist Jedi mind reading just by playing a, uh, this game called Pazak. It's like a card game in the Star Wars universe. Just he kept playing it over and over again in his head. So that's all you would hear if you tried to read his mind. So I would have loved it. They had some sort of like, oh, he's just he's ref- just going through movie lines in his head over and over again, like you know something like a throwaway line. They just literally say, yeah, oh, no, he- I agree. I can't do it because red herrings and cl- <laughs> and poor writing. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, let's talk Lena and Queen Rhea. Yes. I love having Terry Hatcher on the show. Yeah. It's it's so great to see her as like an evil Superman character. Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny because she kind of systematically um, uses Lena for a little bit, you know, 
she gets her to be all buddy buddy and want to be together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then she realizes when they were out to dinner, and she says gods, yeah, instead of God, and she was like, but it was weird because I didn't really pick up on that at first until she had her um put her thumb on the alien scanner. Yeah, that was that was a cool. That little... was smart. I didn't re- I didn't remember what it was. Yeah, I totally forgot about until that. until she mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Wait a minute, I forgot you made one of those kind of things. Yeah, it was smart. Yeah. You know, Lena's going and proving that you can't really get through, get by her, you know? Yeah, she's always on top of it. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the day she finds out who Supergirl really is. I hope that they don't make her, like, pissed at her for it. No. I, I feel like he, she's going to be slightly agitated, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. They better. I hope so. Because if, if they make it a whole big thing, I'm going to punch people in the face. Yeah. 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 Punch him right in the ear. Yeah, because I'm like, um, do you really think a superhero wants to know who you, who they really are? Yeah, their real name is no. Especially it's a when secret you, identity for a reason. Only them and their sidekick should know. Especially when you're a Luther. Yeah, and a super. Yep. Yep. Uh, they really gotta introduce some new uh, super characters though. Maybe like Superboy. That'd be a fun one with Cad. Yeah. With Cad, I feel like Cadmus has been kind of. Pushed aside almost, yeah. Almost like they're saving it for next season. Yeah, because, you know, you have the whole Raya thing now. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Monel to find out Daddy dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, Star City rating for Alex? Um, I'm going to give this a, a four also. Could a lower four than um, Ace Reporter, though, if that makes sense. You know, this, is, this could go down to a 3.5. I wouldn't be surprised if people rated a 3.5 out of 5. You know. Speaking so. of which, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. I feel like it was a really good episode and there was a lot of good to it, but it's just so weird to have it at the tail end of the season when we should be ramping up all the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, now they're putting all this focus on Rhea and now her, what is she, a, tran- a teleporter? That's what she's trying to make? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I thought it was a weird timing thing for that. I agree. So you want to jump over to Flash? No. Okay. I'm guessing I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Tricked you. All right. So the first one we're going to talk about is titled The Once and Future Flash. Yep. And what's the other one? And the other one that we'll talk about is titled I Know Who You Are. So basically they go hand in hand. A little bit. All right. So A lot of bit. A lot of it. <laughs> so the once in future flash, Barry travels, uh, what is it, to 2024? Yes. All right, because it's right, it's right before Flash disappears in crisis. Yeah. So he travels to this, I don't want to say dystopian future, but it's definitely a future that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, the city's being run by Mirror Master and Top of all the rogues, possibly. See, I understand Mirror Master, but Top? Yeah. And then um, Barry, I guess, it seems like Barry hasn't been the Flash for a long time. Yeah, he's like... Uh, I guess probably after the defeat of depressed. Savitar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cisco's lost his hands, so his vibing powers are super diminished. Yep. Uh, one of the podcasts I was listening to was like, well, it doesn't make sense that his powers are diminished but because of his vibes. I was like, I, it does. I mean, he always had to touch things. Yeah, he had to... I mean, yeah, because 
He's got those mechanical hands, but there's no nerve endings yeah. in them. And he does say to Barry, I just had a feeling. So, I mean, he yeah. still has his powers to some degree, but not nearly like he did. Yeah. Uh, Julian is zookeeper to Killer Frost. Joe's super depressed. Yep. Wally's catatonic. Poor Wally. Um, and yeah, that's where all of our characters... And Iris is dead. Yep. So, let's start with future Barry. Emo Barry. With that hair. Yeah, that hair... That hair needed some work. Uh, what did you think of his suit? Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. hope that they... Use that. Eventually. Because Cisco says Barry's suit is circa 97 or, or 2017. Yeah. 97. <laughs> but Good anyway, yeah, job. I'm going to go lay down. But uh, it's circa 2017. That means he should be getting a new suit then soon. Yeah. Yeah, like if he had said like circa 2019, then yeah, we'd still have two more seasons before he got a new suit. But the fact that he mentioned this year, I really hope he gets a, a new suit, very similar to the one he was sporting. In he the better. I feel like it'd be a waste for them to make a brand new suit and then not use it. Yeah. Kind of like Wally's suit. I'm saying because they had it for the Kid Flash stuff in the beginning of the season. And then yeah, no, I know, but I miss him. Yeah, yeah. I'm back from Earth 3 for the last 18 seconds of the episode. <laughs> Seriously, though. Jessie's good. She says hi. But um, Cisco was the most depressing aspect, I think, of the entire uh, episode. Isn't he always? Uh, this this season, post-Flashpoint, Cisco's been pretty depressing. Which is funny, because he started off so strong being a multi-billionaire in and, and the Flashpoint universe. I don't know. I'm... Oh, we forgot HR. HR's a romantic novelist. Oh, yeah, that's right. How did all those women get his cell phone number? He must put it in, like, the back of the book or something. Speaking of which, did you notice that the book had his picture, like, Tom Cavanaugh's? Do you think that was just, uh... I I put it in my mind saying that as the audience, we see Tom Cavanaugh, so it makes sense. But I think it would have been a better if they had done, like, the fake face he's been wearing. Hmm. Unless at this point in history, he's... It's well known that he's a Wells... Yeah. I'm his long lost twin. Yeah, right? (laughs) That'd be a good book. Oh, because I mean, he's making a public appearance, so everyone knows what he looks like. Well, he has the face thing, remember? So he looks like another person to everybody but Team Flash. Yeah. So I I don't don't know. know. I don't know. I just. He must have, like, revealed himself in the time. Yeah, or probably just a a continuity error. Yeah. The the writers just didn't pick up on it. It's all good, though. I thought it was funny. Um, What did we. But so this. This timeline, this period that he's in, is a different. Fu- it's an alternate future, technically. Yeah. Because older Barry, let let's we'll call uh, present and future Barry. Yes. Future Barry doesn't remember this from his life. No. So that means our Barry or Prime Barry is in an alternate future where, yeah, you know his, because like normally. If I were to go into the future right now, because that's what I do on my weekends, apparently. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I need a DeLorean. I need some plutonium. <laughs> go. But um, my future self would remember me going to the future. Yeah. It's it's a loop. In this, they're making it very clear that like Barry's like, you're from before she died. Yeah. And also, this Barry doesn't know who Savitar is, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, Wally does and Killer Frost does. Yeah, but Wally's catatonic and Killer Frost is like, mm, I'm an evil girl now. No. Kind of dig it. Yeah. Kind of dig I it. I do. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Barry goes to this future and he gets no information except for this new scientist lady. 
Yes. Who four years from now is going to figure out how to make that speed trap. Yeah. Tracy Brand. Tracy Brand, which, who we're going to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think of this episode in terms of, like, it kind of played out how I expected. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of surprised that it was an alternate future, not the current timeline future. Yeah. Which makes it seem like that there are so many different ways that the that history can go. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder what this Barry has experienced that our Barry will never experience now. Yeah. It's a shame we won't even find out, you know, because you think he's because we don't see him again. I wonder what's going to happen, though, because, you know, this show's going to last for probably another five seasons. Yeah. Like it's it's the CW. Take. It's the CW. Yeah. It's, it's going to last. You know, we got Supernatural's on season 12, 12. going on 13. But um, it's going to be funny when we finally catch up to that moment where Barry Barry disappears in the crisis or yeah. or Barry meets his his past self comes to visit his future self. Where where are all the time wraiths? Um, they're sleeping. Yeah. Where's the Black Flash? Sleeping. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the Black Flash is busy with um with uh Ebard? Yeah. No, Legends is th- See, that's the one thing that's been bothering me with time travel wise. Like Barry's interacted with his past and future selves now. Yeah. But the Legends do it once and break time. I guess maybe it's like traveling through the speed ver- force versus traveling in time. In time with like a ship. Yeah. Because we've seen Barry do like 12 different styles of time travel. Seriously, though. The first time he ever time traveled, he took over the body of his past self. Yeah. Like his past self just kind of disappeared. And then there was the next time where he went back in time to talk about getting faster to defeat Zoom, where he knocked his former self out. Yeah. And then there's this time. Like they, they keep changing how Flash does time travel, and it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you uh, have access to 30 billion things, when you can run fast enough, when you have Cisco, and when you have the little contraption they have in their basement in Star Labs. They have something for everything. Yeah. It's crazy. But, um... So, a little fun fact, why I'm thinking, you know, because you were talking about the book being Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. He was the one that directed the episode. I wonder if that's why they put him on the cover. Yeah, probably. You know, uh, his direction was pretty good. I, yeah. w- I was pretty impressed. The camera angles were good. Um, the the flow was nice. Yeah, you know, a lot of people give the director all the credit. It's also the writers; they all do. Oh yeah, you definitely. know, everybody in the production does something. But uh, I thought Kavanaugh did a good job. Yeah, and I think the fact that he knows them all so well, yeah, makes a big difference too. He's been working with them for how many years now? Three, three four, three, three seasons. Yeah, three, three seasons, seasons. About four years then. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to shoot the uh, entire show before it airs. But, yeah, because uh, I mean, the first ever, the pilot was October of 2014. Oh, my God. So, so, I mean, it's been three years because, you know, you have to, you know, like you said, shoot it and produce it and everything. So, oh, the, the pilot, do you remember the pilot got leaked like super early, like yeah. months in advance? Same thing happened to Supergirl. Yep. I, remember, I remember going to Comic Con and actually watching the first episode of Supergirl. They mm-hmm. aired it there. But, um, Everybody thinks that that's kind of like a, oh, it's so convenient that it got leaked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds with his Deadpool footage, same thing. Yeah, right. Well, that's what got the movie made. Well, that we know was intentional. No. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know why Barry was so dead set on fixing that future, knowing he was just going to leave. Yeah. Because he was trying to re-inspire the team, I think. That's what it was. He was... 
Cisco's his best friend. He saw Cisco hurting, mm-hmm. even though it's not his Cisco. Yeah. You know? But, you know. He still felt responsible yeah. for it, too. And, hey, it worked. He got the team back together. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, there was something I was going to say about that. All right. So, Barry now, in Flash, we've experienced multiple Earths. Now we have multiple timelines. Yes. So if Barry Barry learns all this stuff in the future, and obviously he's gone back now, and just getting that doctor, Tracy Brand. Tracy Brand. Tracy Brand. She That changes the future. If Barry was to run back to the future again, would it be a different future? I would say yes. Hmm. It would have to be, right? So basically he unwrote all that, all that story. Yeah. Like, that's all gone. I would say yes. But, uh, I mean, I'm not a writer on the show. But even they can't keep track of their own time travel Seriously, rules. Though. It's the nerdy uh, fans like us who do podcasts yeah, about right? it. That, that's who keeps track of all this stuff. I mean, the, the whole time travel thing is it's just getting super complicated. Yes. Because if they start in, like doing stuff like that, it's just going to be way too much to keep track of. Yeah. But um, the once in future Flash, Star City rating? Um, a four. Four? Yeah, solid four. Um, I'll go with that. Yeah, I know you would. Yeah, you knew I would. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the episode that we've been waiting for. We know who's Avatar is. I know who you are is the title of it, <laughs> but basically, yes. Um, And I was right. You weren't right. Okay, he looked really close to looking like Ray- Ronnie Raymond. Oh my God, not at all. <laughs> It's funny because um, when they when they did the opening credits, I kept looking to see who was in it. Yeah, I did too. All we would have needed, it would be... Because shows mess up so bad like yeah. that sometimes. Um, some shows do it really well where they do it at the very end, special yep. guest star, like at the end credits. Yeah. But there are times where it'd be like, if he was Ronnie Raymond, like they write, you know, guest starring so, Robbie Amell. Yeah. But no, yeah. So... Here it goes. Let's talk about everything else before we talk about Savitar. Savitar is not who we expected. Uh, he was a big fan theory, though. Mm. But uh, what else happened in this episode? That was pretty much it. Other than um, the killer frost Barry, stuff. Cisco, and HR try getting Tracy to come help them trap Savitar. They try explaining it to her while Killer Frost tries to kill them. Yeah. What did and, you? Th- how great were the Killer Frost effects this episode? That They're ice, finally figuring out how to use them. I love... See, as much fun as it is to see Barry throw punches, just like showcasing how fast he is is so much fun too. Yeah. And having his... I don't want to say race, but like his interaction with Killer Frost while she's on her ice slide because all icicle-powered characters yeah. can do that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked uh, Julian and uh, Cisco's interaction this episode. Yep. Where like... Julian kept kind of calling Cisco out, like, you're holding back, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. This, this, this season's theme of inner demons was really showcased. Oh, yeah. Uh, this episode with Killer Frost. Joe. And Joe. And his little his little girl. Yeah, his little girl. I was going to say Cecile. little... Yeah, little girlfriend, Cecile. Um, do you think he panicked a little bit when she said... As soon as she said it, and he... he was like, oh... oh. Um, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> he was like... Yay. I really like you too. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's basically what he could have said. Anything is better than what he did. Anything was better yeah. than his reaction. That was not a good reaction mm-hmm. on his part. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I, after 
her plan to, you know, basically kill uh, Tracy. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what she's going to do. I think she went to go kill her or kidnap her. Probably kill her. Kill her. For, I, I don't. She's not called Kidnapper Frost. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. True. I guess. Didn't, they, no. didn't Savitar even said that? He's like, you call yourself Killer Frost, but you haven't killed anybody. Yeah. Yet. So she tries killing her. They foil the plan, mm-hmm. even though Savitar warned her not to. That oh, be prepared. So 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 and so and so and so and so is going to be there. So this that's what opens up this big can of worms about Savitar actually being Barry. Um, Savitar knew that Caitlin. Then it, he basically knew that Caitlin was going to fail. Yeah. Like, so why bother? Well, why? And then like the scene where she's saying all of Barry's lines to him. It was a great scene. Don't get me wrong. I really liked that. It was creepy and yeah. like unnerving, which it should have been. But um. If Savitar, like, that's the whole thing about Savitar being from the future. He already knew that Caitlyn was going to fail. Yeah. So, I don't know. Why why not tell her what to do? And I guess maybe to keep history the way it's supposed to be, yeah. he has to tell her. Like, he knows that, too. Because um, if he changes it, then he might not be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Makes sense. You know, one thing that's actually annoyed me that they haven't brought up? In the beginning of the... When we first meet Savitar and he beats the snot out of Barry... Cisco opens up a breach to get them there, but he like has a seizure and almost dies. He's gotten so powerful now that like he was falling with the explosion, which was a great that shot. Was cool. that it was, was really, really cool because cool yeah. like he came flying out and the fire was behind him. I thought that was really nice, but um, they make no reference to how he got more powerful. It doesn't seem like he's been actively training in time. Yeah, I guess you know. Um, we don't see a training montage like we do with Wally and Barry. I, I would love a vibe training montage. Yeah. Are you kidding? We only got it when he had to fight uh, Gypsy. Yes. That was the only time. So I guess you can argue that. But um, I want to see Vibe do more superhero stuff. Yeah. Like having him and Barry as a team. I'm sure we will after this episode because of the fact that now Barry knows who Savitar is. Yeah. And, and I think that's going to mess with his mind. I also think... Do you think Barry's going to tell... All, it looked like in the trailer... I know we don't usually talk like spoilers, but it looked like in the trailer while he's saying... So you, so Barry Savitar. Yeah, I I really hope that he doesn't keep that a secret from the team. No. Yeah, like that would be worse than those tapes. What tapes? Remember the tapes that we see? Oh, it's from the future Flash. Yeah. See, that's from Legends. Everybody, everybody's brought that up now. Now that we've found out that future Barry is Savitar, Um, and also it makes you wonder. We just met future Barry. Yes. So isn't he technically Savitar? I wonder if he's not Savitar yet when we met him in 2024. That's the problem with time travel. Yeah. Oh my god! Because I wonder if it's he goes missing. So mm-hmm. this is why he's missing. But then I'm like, but why did he go missing? Mm. We don't know that in the crisis. Yeah, you know. Well, in the comics during Infinite Crisis, he died. Yeah, Tor- sort of. He's back, but. He died. He became the lightning bolt. <laughs> he that did actually, like the Superman thing. Well, he became the lightning bolt that actually gave him his powers. Like he hit himself. He ran back in time so fast or something like that. I don't remember. It was the 90s. Yeah. Batman had his back broken <laughs> during the 90s. Superman died during the 90s. 90s were a weird time for comics. Yeah. I can't say that. No, because uh, Captain America was a Hydra agent like two months ago. True. But anyway, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about Savitar in a second. But because I have theories about Savitar and I'm sure you have your own thoughts on him. Yeah, but um, I I really dug the 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 vibe stuff 
uh, with Cisco and kind of his real because he's afraid he's gonna kill her. Yeah, rightfully so. They're they're like si- they're like brother and sister. That's how close they are. Yeah, um, and you could definitely feel it this episode. So and I I like Julian. I real I'm so glad they didn't make him Savitar. Yeah, I would have been really agitated. I think that would have been too much because they made him alchemy. Yeah, it would have been stupid. You know, but yeah. Speaking of Cisco and Caitlin, mm-hmm. he does get some of her blood to hopefully make a cure for her. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. If it was that easy, Julian would have done it in the future. Yeah. Why don't they just make another metahuman suppressant pendant? Because that would be too easy. Now, my question... Because it only suppresses it. we we'll see how well that worked. Worked until they needed to save her. Yeah. My question is, I think it'd be way more interesting if they go to cure her, but they realize that Caitlin's actually dead. Like she died. Like her soul is dead and it's just, and it's now just, if you revert her back to Caitlin snow, she dies from those injuries that she sustains. I think that'd be much better. Cause then it would put them in that position. I would have loved, I would love to see killer frost as the bad guy. The season. Yeah. She's so in their heads just from this one episode. It's awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, other, I think that's most of the story besides the Savitar stuff. You want to talk about it? Yes. Right. How disappointed I am in it. You're disappointed? Yes. All right. Tell me why you're disappointed. All right. A, I think it's an easy cop out. Okay. Right? B, why would Caitlyn feel this emotional connection to give up being Caitlyn and become Killer Frost for someone she doesn't know? But she she knows it's a Barry. And yeah. I think that's why her reaction was the way that it was. Because yeah. she just... Basically, Savitar was convincing her you can get rid of your your weakness, your Caitlyn Snow. Well, how would you know that if you don't? You yeah. Know? And then it's Barry showing that he got rid of, quote unquote, his weakness. Yeah. But then to me, I'm like, um, why would you want to become a bad guy? You know Barry. Barry's all about being good and protecting good and fighting evil, fighting bad. But you're willing to give it up for no, a few... I, I think- for, Someone that looks like Barry. You don't know that's future Barry. You don't know who that is. All right, we're going to talk about that. You know? Because I've heard a lot of cool theories that I'm yeah. going to bounce off. Because yeah. like, she can't time travel. You know? Okay. So how does she know that this is a Barry Allen? She just knows it looks like Barry. You know? She's seen technology. You know? Look at how she got fooled with Hunter Zolomon. Okay. You yeah. know? I'm like... what? To me, I think it's stupid. All right, so let's let's talk about the theories of who this Barry Allen is. Yeah, uh, he literally says he's the future Flash. Yes. Um, so he could be a Barry from any point in time. Um, I there's also the theory that he is a time remnant from some other point because uh, future Barry says to him, "I even created time remnants to, to fight Savitar." Yeah. So that's another theory that he's a time remnant like Eobard Thawne was, and that's why he's all disfigured because mm-hmm. he's on the run from Black Flash. Um, he could be another Earth Barry, like an Earth 5 or Earth 6. Yeah. There's there's millions of berries technically. Um, and then there's another theory where he's just somebody who looks like Barry. Yeah. Like he's either using the face tech that uh, HR has been using. Human target. Human target. Um, I know, I think it's... I, I want to say it was Eobard Thawn in the comics who actually came back and he got plastic surgery to look like Barry Allen. Yeah. So there, there's a ton of theories about who we actually could be alternate future Barry, you know, yeah. now that we've been introduced to different futures. Yeah. So I'm just like, he he's, you know, Savitar says that Barry creates him. Yeah. 
which technically if if creating Savitar was killing K- uh, Iris, then yeah, he technically created himself because yeah. Barry killed Iris technically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like th- this whole thing, it could be. It depends on how they explain the creation of Savitar. Yeah. Um, and also they specifically say that Savitar was the first speedster. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Savitar is also a mantle, like just a a character that mm-hmm. that multiple people have been. Um, it also brings up the question of the armor. And why Savitar is so much faster than Barry. Yeah. Because um, even if he's like a future, like a year from now, he couldn't be that much faster than Barry. No. Because he literally, he smokes Barry when, we, oh, yeah. when they first meet. Granted, he was still part of the Speed Force, so that might be it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of questions about this revelation. And they, they really have to handle it well. Because if they don't, it's going to be, it's going to flop hard. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd be, I'd be curious. I think somebody pointed out that it might be the flashpoint Barry, like Barry creates yeah. flashpoint and he takes kind of like how, when he went back in time, he took over the body yeah. of his past self. He could have created flashpoint and you know, there's this, the old, the Barry, Barry. that, that Barry that should be there is completely time displaced. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like I said, they have to explain it. They have to explain why he's disfigured how he gets created and if he's our Barry's future. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I think it's stupid. All right. Fair. Who do you think would have had a better, um, not to make myself be right, but Ronnie, Raymond. Ronnie Raymond, I would have liked it to be Ronnie just because, you know, I don't think he's dead. I still don't No, Cause like to me, that would, that is what would get that reaction out of Caitlin. Not mm-hmm. some random, Joe Schmo that looks like Barry or you know what I mean? I was still hoping it was going to be Jay Garrick. Yeah, but you know, I was hope, you know, for Ronnie, Ronnie or Jay. Those two were the ones I wanted, you know. More Ronnie cuz they would have got the reaction and it still would know why he knows about the team. The only new one that he doesn't know about is Wally. Cuz he doesn't know this is HR Wells. Oh yeah, cause yeah. Cuz he's met the Wells before, you know what I mean? Well, he helped defeat yeah. Barthon. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Like he knows Wells. The only one he doesn't know is Wally, but Wally's not even yeah. really there. He just knows he's a speedster cuz he fought him, you know? Mhm. So, uh so here's my theory and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Again, I was watching season 1 of The Flash because it's a great season. And we have Eddie kill himself to remove Eobard Thawne from the timeline. You remember? What if yeah. what if Barry, our Barry, throws himself into this speed trap to get rid of Savitar? Hmm. Like he's like, yeah. I think that'd be a great season cliffhanger. Yeah. Like he takes the place of Jay. And then Wally becomes because the solo. Because it, it's like it's the same thing if Eddie killing himself create it took Ebarthon out of the timeline because it's a past version of him. As long as we find out that this is a Barry Allen and it's not some Yeah, it's some doppelganger. Look alike kind of yeah. I don't think it is just because I'm very excited to see what their interaction's gonna be. Yeah. Like now that it's known. And I want to see how they're gonna defeat him. I want them to get every single speedster, Jay Garrick out of the speed force, like the whole nine, like and just go to town. Yeah. But um yeah, so I mean, that's our thoughts on that. Anything else you want to add about? Does it? Didn't it suck though that um, we knew that we were going to get that revelation, but we knew we had to wait till the end of the episode? Yeah, 
God, yeah, was that interesting. I was like, come on, come on. What did you think of the uh, the flashbacks of all the different scenes? I loved it. Yeah, they, it were was... nice. they were nicely shot and everything. Savitar's theme is so good. Like, the first time we saw it was when... Yeah. Um, and it's got, like, the chorus in the background. I really I dug it. It's, the first time we hear it is when um, Savitar, like, throws Barry around the city. And it's just, like, this very dramatic, powerful music. Yeah. They do good music on these shows. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So, uh, Star City ratings for I Know Who You Are? Um, I'm going to go with a 4 also, again for this one. I'm going to give it a 3.5 just because it would have been better if the whole episode dealt with it instead of the last 8 seconds, which we knew. But yeah, um, I think when we see what happens with Savitar Barry, Savaberry, Barrytar, the god, Savitar. the god of speed... The God of Flash. Now you're trying too hard. I never try too hard, but uh, just ask all my ex-girlfriends. Uh, right. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so alone. Um, I think that once we see, if it works out, then this episode will go up. Yeah. But until then, it's getting a 3.5. So let's talk about Arrow. What's an Arrow? Arrow. So Arrow's Al- episodes that we're talking. All right, Elmer Fudd, let's calm down there. Right. So the first one was titled dangerous liaisons it sounds like an erotic novel anyway it does though. and then the other one was titled underneath there's an endless story <laughs> yes okay so basically dangerous liaisons is about um trying to find chase mm-hmm. um and felicity teaming up with helix and basically Kind of sort of backfiring. Kind of. Yeah. Because they're trying to find that hacker. It, it really more yeah. just introduced the conflict with... Kate uh, and James. It introduced the conflict with uh, Lila and Diggle. Yeah. Diggle. Diggy dig. Her name's Lila Diggle. I don't know why. I just find that amusing. <laughs> Nothing more scary than the head of Argus being named Lila Diggle. <laughs> Watch out. All right. All right, so, then. Um, so... Cool. Yeah, dangerous liaison. So we've had this this story of Felicity kind of playing with fire this season. Um, I, I'm just glad they're doing something with her that doesn't involve her and Oliver. Yeah. I guess. Um, we started to see how desperate she got after um, Billy died. Yeah. I totally keep forgetting about him, though. Oh, yeah, I do, too. It's so bad. Which is not... Like he was a cool character. I liked him. He was very uh young Jim Gordon ish. Yeah. With his interactions with um with the Green Arrow. So I, I dug him at first and then they killed him and I was like, oh. oh. darn. Do you do you want Prometheus to stick around? I would love to see him as a villain for yes. longer. Like he's he's just him between him and Savitar, like the only show that really suffered for villains this season is Supergirl. Yeah. I mean, we had the Legion of Doom for Legends, which was awesome. Yes. Uh, we've had now Prometheus. You know, we had a couple of guys in the beginning of the season. Who was uh, that guy? Um, that gangster guy. I forget his name. Well, let's see. You had Vigilante. We still have Vigilante, too. Yeah, kind of. He hasn't really been anywhere for a while. Then we had, well, to start off was Tobias Church. Yes, that was him. Yeah. That's really it. Tobias Church, I mean... And then you just have, you know, Chase, really. Yeah. I mean, kind of Artemis. Kind of Artemis. But, you know, your top three were Church, you know, Chase and Vigilante, who's 
Not really not a really villain. villain yeah. though. But not really a good guy. He's a foe. Antagonist. Yes. There we go. Um, yeah, this season's been... This season probably has introduced the best characters in terms of supporting. Um, Monel probably being the only one that really rivals yeah. that for me. And Julian. But, um, yeah, I mean, Arrow definitely has been probably my favorite this season. Um, especially because they went against their trope and they revealed who Prometheus was to the entire team. Yeah. Because um, usually we get like halfway through the uh, the season, we get the reveal and then it's like five episodes later that we find that the yeah. teams find out who the bad guy is. But nope, this was all at once. All at once. Which I liked. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we also had Talia introduced this season who I dug. Um, more stuff with Anatoly. Yeah. KG Beast. Um, but yeah, so... What did you think of the Helix storyline? It's kind of at an end. Yeah, it, it's it's done now. Um, I liked it because it kind of gave um, Felicity kind of like a sense of who she is. Yeah. You know, because everyone saw her as just this little, oh, as Overwatch. Yeah. You know, but that's kind of like put her out there being like, listen, I can help out a lot. Yeah, there's more, to, what, like, there's there's more m- to me. Exactly. So I liked it. I'm kind of upset that there's no more Helix now, to mm. be honest with you. Just because I feel like now Felicity's going to go more into the background. I feel like Kate and James, though, is going to be some yeah. sort of antagonist, though. Oh, yeah. Next season or... Because I don't think... I mean, there's only, a what, four more episodes? I don't think he could really do yeah. anything. They're, they might be setting him up, though. Um, I really didn't like the Lila and Diggle stuff till the next episode. Yeah, because he, like he gets super mad at her for all this like, you know, you're taking away his rights, his shady stuff, kind of. Yeah, and then she calls him out the next episode, like, "What have you guys been doing for the last four years?" Yeah. So, it, the next episode made it better for me, so I it helped with this episode, but um, I don't know, like, I the Lila stuff and Argus stuff kind of came out of left field. Yeah. Apparently, they're allowed to use Suicide Squad again. So we might be seeing... I wouldn't have been surprised if Kane and James was like the start of her new Suicide Squad. Yeah. I thought that would have been a really cool... That would have been. Because um, apparently Captain Boomerang's coming back. That's what I heard. Yes, I heard that too. Slade's coming back. Um, and then... We, I know that the actor who played Floyd Lawton said he wanted to come back, but we never saw him technically die. No. And then uh, Cupid is still around. Cupid, stupid. I love Cupid. Are you kidding? Come on. That was a fun episode where they all teamed up. Who was it? Cupid, uh, China White, and that police lady. Yeah. Who I don't think was an actual character in the comics. Uh, Was it this episode that we got Renee and Quentin? Yeah. Probably my favorite part of the episode. That hit me right in the feels. I was like, oh. He seems so young to have a kid that old, though. We don't really know how old he is. I just laugh. He was in old school. He was the guy with the afro. Yeah. Spanish. Yep. Love it. Um, Wild Dog has probably been one of my favorite additions to the show. Oh, yeah. Like, I like Dinah, but there really hasn't been a lot to her. Cause no. she, and then Curtis was always has been there since last year, so yeah. I always liked Curtis. But um, Renee has been one of the strongest. I miss Ragman. Like, yeah. I thought he brought a nice um, balance to the team. I miss him, but then again, I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. He's not needed. And I also think he would have been able to beat Prometheus like too easily. Yeah. Ragman was pretty pretty powerful. Oh yeah. They called him a metahuman, but he wasn't a metahuman. 
No, it was a meta suit he was wearing. Well, it's funny. Um, I was like I said, I was watching Suicide Squad today, and they call Enchantress a metahuman, the most powerful metahuman that they've interacted yeah. with. So I was like, no, she's not. Um, kind of no, sort. It's no. complicated. It's it's for her. It's complicated, but for Ragman, no, it's his rags basically were magic yeah but in in dc comics they always kind of or in comics in general they always kind of distinguish magic this is magic this is metahuman this is you know yeah cybernetic super super, uh alien yeah um they they really each show has its own niche like flash has been big with their metahumans arrow tried doing magic but it wasn't really met as well um and then of course you know supergirl deals with the alien stuff and legends, legends kind of picks and chooses from all sorts of facets. They, yeah. they should do magic. I'd love to see it on legends because I yeah. think it'd be a fun interaction. You just saying that because you want Constantine. That's not the point. <laughs> but anyway, I do. But yeah, that's why I'm curious to see when his show comes on the CW seed where it's gonna fit in with all this. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, other than you know, like I said, the uh, the Quentin. And the Renee stuff is was to me at least the highlight of this episode. Oh, definitely, you know? definitely. Um, all the I mean, this was more of a background story, but all the other ones seemed more of like a background story to me. To be honest, yeah. Um, I'm glad they finally gave Quentin a, a real sense of purpose, and yeah. and it makes sense his actions with Renee. Yes. Um, I love the Haas stuff. He still calls him Haas. Yeah. What did you tell? What did I tell you about calling me Haas? Not to call you Haas, Haas. Yeah. But um, I, Renee has some of my favorite interactions with characters just because he is so rough brash. around the edges. Yeah, brash, rough around the yeah. edges. Um, him and uh, Curtis are always fun. Yes. Curtis, I think, has really grown his character, too. I really do enjoy him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because at first he was way too Felicity. Yes. Like, he was Felicity. And now they introduced Tracy on um, Flash, yeah. and she's kind of Felicity-ish. I'm yeah. like, I don't need that archetype in every show. No. I mean, it's a it's a good one to have because Felicity is, has been a strong character. Yeah, she's had her ups and downs, but she's still been overall a strong character. Yeah, I, show. I I hope that I know that they're doing the Black Lightning show. Yes, but if and I don't know if that's gonna be in universe or not. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do another one of these Arrowverse shows, they really need to take a look at their character because they they have the same team in each show. Yeah. You know, like even Constantine, when it was on NBC, had a similar setup. It had, you know, the main guy and then his two supporting characters. Yeah. But um, I, the thing I liked about Constantine was it, at the end of the day, it was his show. Yes. You know, you watch as much as we love like Cisco and we love Diggle and all those characters. These shows should be about their sh- their character. Yeah. Um, And I want to see more fantastic stuff in arrow but at the same time still that street level of, of vigilante mm-hmm. justice which we were getting this season yeah you know i loved when he had a full team including artemis and Dragman. Yeah. like i thought that was a cool concept poor artemis i miss her she'll be back for the season finale yes it's it's so weird because again young justice similar idea where she was a bad guy but then she was really she turned back to a good guy i hope that they give her some sort of redemption yeah i i hope she sees that oliver's not the monster that you know, it, it was weird because you you thought when because she, when she became like the fake canary, yeah, you kind of thought that she saw Oliver for who he really was. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I feel like in the uh, season finale, she's gonna betray her team, the bad guys, Prometheus. You know, Prometheus. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
but apparently they're going to have some battle royale on Lian Yu. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm excited for that concept. Because yeah. Arrow, like, as fantastic as Flash and Supergirl get with their fight scenes, Arrow has always had the best fight choreography. Oh, hands down. They're, like, there are some times where it's kind of like, meh, but um, it's it's a very good. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wanna, agree. I want to see, like, just Oliver and Prometheus just throw down bows and start, like, just fist fighting. Like, it, it starts off with, like, the yeah. bows and stuff. But uh, I want to see, you know, Canary use more of her Canary powers. She had a cool shot yeah. uh, in this episode, though, where she, you know, her Sonic Scream is really cool. I like it. But um, what do you want to give Dangerous Liaison Star City ratings? Um, th- This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of teetering between a 3.5 and a 4. Okay. More more towards the 3.5, though. Um, But, yeah, there was slight room for improvement with it, you know, but... Like, Delilah and Diggle stuff was kind of not needed for this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you see the next one, though, then it is. Makes a difference, It kind of sets it up, but, yeah, I give it, like, a 3.5. All right. I'm going to give it a 4, just because it introduced a lot of concepts that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the debate of whether or not a vigilante is still a hero is always a good one. Like, it's, it's going back to Kara and Maggie this, this same yeah. week, you know, are the vigil, are the people that take the law into their own hands really the heroes? Yeah. So I thought that was a cool concept. Um, and then, you know, we had some great stuff with Renee and Quentin. Uh, Thea still doesn't exist. <laughs> had they actually explained that though? Like she, no. I don't know if it's something to do with Willa Holland herself or, they just um, cause the last time we saw her, they just said she's taking a break. Yeah, you know, or something along those lines, kind of, you know. See, that makes like this whole big battle that we're supposed to get with Prometheus's team and Oliver's team. Like Prometheus only has two people. Oliver technically could have a ton of people. Yeah. Um, it'd be really cool if that's where Roy came back. Yeah. For that final fight, like you know, I thought that'd be cool. Cause technically Talia could have a ton of League of Assassins members with her. Yeah. So, who knows? But uh, let's talk about Underneath. Yes. So this was basically Oliver and Felicity get trapped in um, the, the team's hideout. The bunker. The bunker. Yeah. Um, the arrow cave, whatever you want to call it. Because Chase triggered an EMP and it kind of uh, deactivated all the equipment in there. I totally forgot Felicity was paralyzed. See, this was my thing. I did too. Yeah. And then so when I saw her like kind of in the wheelchair and dragging her body around kind of thing, I was like, did she like break her legs or something well, during you, the explosion? When you first see her on the ground, her legs are at a very strange angle. Yeah. Like one of her legs is like tilt is like foot going upwards. Yeah. And, so when I first saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She can't walk. Yeah. I, I just thought it was because of the explosion. She like broke her legs in the explosion because they flew back. I completely forgot until like until like later when they get I'm going ahead a little bit, but I mean when they're in like the little sewer the air vent kind of thing, whatever yeah. I forget what, what it was. I was like Oh yeah, then that's right. But she literally said it in the beginning of the episode. I know. It just didn't, re- still, it, didn't it, reg- it just didn't register. <laughs> what am I gonna do with you? I don't know. Do a podcast? I mean, if you want, <laughs> but, um, you know what I really do enjoy? I love seeing Oliver using the bow, like just as Oliver, 
Yes. Because, like, in the comics, the Green Arrow is the best archer in the universe. Like, he could do incredible things. Like, yeah. I think he could fire, like, 27 arrows in a minute or something crazy like that. I could, too. Yeah. That, no, you would take them all in your hand and just throw them really hard. That's still firing them, isn't it? <laughs> From your cannons? Yeah. Boom. Pew, pew. Boom. <laughs> you got water guns there, buddy. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... So I I thoroughly enjoyed the idea of them getting trapped. You know, obviously, we've made our thoughts on Olicity very clear. Yes. We are not big fans of it. Um, It's a perfect example of you don't give the fans what they want sometimes. Yeah. Because that was a big push by the fans, not by the writers. Yes. Um, What did you think of the flashbacks? I like them. I thought it was interesting that we got to flashback to it. It's It's in between seasons four and five. Yes. Um, a, I liked seeing Oliver's old suit, and they made a yeah. they made a joke about him wearing Kevlar sleeves, and that's yep. why in this season he has the long sleeve. But really, it's because they shoot in Vancouver, yes. and it's cool. It's funny because Stephen Amell pushed for the no sleeves, and then I guess he started filming at four o'clock in the morning in Vancouver. Like, it's a little cold. It's, I, I, I don't want to. Yeah, but um, I I remember like awkward Curtis, which was fun. I mean, mm-hmm. Curtis is still awkward, but yeah, him trying to set them back up. That was funny. Next time, don't make me pick up your Chinese food. Oh, that oh. was that was great. Oh, I think I have a date tonight. I gotta leave. That was so funny. I love how Felicity at and first it, she was like so upset. She's like, "Look yeah. at the wine." And it was so funny because then he was like, "As he was living." Oh, and by the way, there's wine in the fr- in the garage. garage. <laughs> Cur- Curtis is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and that was a, a good reminder of how much fun he is because this season he got dark too. Yes. Um, like he had a lot. But I like of, it though. Yeah. Uh, he had a lot of things thrown at him this yes. season. So we get the flashbacks where the they bring up the fact that Felicity is upset because of a lack of trust. Yes. that she. It's not that Oliver doesn't trust her. It's he doesn't trust her decisions. Yes. Which I thought was a little weird. It was kind of out of left field. Not um, trusting someone's decisions is basically not trusting them. Sort of, yeah. Like I, I can I can see that. It, it was a weird... It, and also, it, it came out of nowhere, really, yeah. for me. But it made me remember Oliver's son. Yeah, who's apparently in witness protection. Did we did we know that? No. It would have been great if they had called him Connor Hawk, because in the comics, that's yes. that's his. He has a son named Connor Hawk who becomes a Green Arrow. Yeah. But they did that with Diggle's son, where he was the Connor Hawk of this season. Yeah. So I mean, it was a little missed opportunity, just from a comic book fan yeah. point of view. But um, I don't know. It, it's cool that they're playing around with them because they said apparently flashbacks are going to stop next season because they're going to catch up. Yeah, because I mean it makes sense. Yeah, but um, I wonder if they're going to do flashbacks like this, like to times of the seasons we don't see. I hope that that was one of the reasons why I liked it. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I think that the flashbacks became such a crutch. I'd love to see a season without them. Yeah, and just kind of see if it has a better feel to it. And then like for season seven. They come back. They're like, all right, we're going to do flashbacks again, but we're yeah. going to do them this way. So I don't know. I think that that could be uh, an interesting way to yeah. look at the show. But um, let's see. Well, what did you think about uh, Felicity was like, I don't suppose you have an atomic arrow bomb. In the comics, he has one. Yeah. Imagine he was just like, well, I do, but we die. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that Cisco revamped their cave and it was nice for them to mention. I love when they mention like the other shows. Yes. You know, that's why Supergirl always feels so displaced. Yeah, because there's no mention of anything. Yeah, but um, even the musical crossover really wasn't 
yeah too much but um what did you think of the team's efforts to save oliver some of the best interactions yeah. i think they were great uh, when they were talking and dinah's like don't forget you're on an open line yeah. i was like oh as somebody that has to deal with a radio mm-hmm. I, I know yeah. what that's like and it was funny too because you know uh renee called um curtis hoss yeah and i was like no that's quentin that's quentin's nickname no you can't do that but i I love uh he's first i loved how curtis was like jumped in to save renee i I like scenes like that i just always do where like somebody sees something that we as the audience don't yeah and um it also shows how much more evolved curtis is like he's changed so much since his first appearances oh yeah and his then first I, appearance was he just stands in the background like Felicity and just helps through communication. Well, I love how they like nonchalantly also mentioned that he was a decathlon and like yeah. an Olympic star. He and like one of the first episodes he's in, he does like this cool flip off the yeah. table, and you forget he's like a super athlete. Yeah, he just can't fight. Which they, I think they even make fun of when he first starts. He's like, "You're yeah. an Olympic athlete and you still can't do the salmon ladder." But um, I can't do a salmon ladder. That, that thing looks hard. I can eat salmon. Oh, I love salmon. That's while I'm climbing doing. a ladder. That's dangerous. I could do it. We had salmon last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, I really... What did you think of Lila having the, a T-sphere? It just added more drama. I'm, I think that'd be a great storyline, though. Yeah. What else could she possibly have? Yeah. What if she has stuff from when Kara was on this earth from the, the dominators? Yeah. Part of me is like, how did she get that technology? Exactly. That's you know? what, that's what I liked though. I'd love to see if, uh, they, uh, have other things that they're working on that could turn not so good. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that they, that they always dropped was Dr. Ivo who created the, uh, who was looking for the Mirakuru. Yeah. His ship was called the Amazo. Yes. In the comics, he created a robot called Amazo that could copy the powers of any metahuman yep. or even alien. Yep. I would love to see if, like, they have that. Like, they, they created it from something he was working on. That'd like, be cool. I think they, they have a lot of potential with Argus to do something really, really stupid <laughs> and be a, a, a threat yeah. for next season. Because it's out of nowhere, suddenly Argus is, like, a big player again. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but at least it's in control now. By Lila, not yeah, but she's Waller. she's getting she's to getting, be Waller. She's getting a little Wallish. Yep, getting a little Wallish, which Diggle calls out. Oh yeah, and she calls him out too. Yeah, this scene, this episode had a lot of funny moments in it. Yeah, the scene of them when he looks through the door and they're all just standing yeah. there and they like the camera is through the door hole and they're like, I thought I heard voices. They sounded really angry. I, I like the one where um, they're trying to figure out how to get them out. And trying to get through the elevator, and they go into the other room, and they're talking, and then Curtis just jumps up and going, "I did it!" And they like look back at me. Bad time. This is this is a bad time. You guys yeah, are in yeah. The middle? Sorry. <laughs> no, you know what the scene that made me laugh the most was when uh, Felicity injects him with the uh, adrenaline. Yeah, she's always like, "Ah, are you okay?" <laughs> uh, I, those scenes are always fun, and it's also funny because it's Stephen Amell who's yeah. like super serious as Oliver Queen. So whenever he gets to do like some comedy, it's always a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How jacked is he that he was able to carry Felicity, jump to that other thing, hold her with one arm, and then basically bicep curl her entire dead weight? Easy. I call that a day that ends in Y. What Seriously. are you talking about? 
But um, I I definitely I thought at first he was gonna drop her. I part of me thought that, but then I was like, no, she's like a series right. Like without her, there's nothing. I want to see the I want to see the gag reel this season of that scene where he's just like, all right, bye. Oh my god, <laughs> you caused me too much drama. Because yeah. you know, like in obviously when they shoot that scene, she's on a harness. Yeah. Because they can't they can't risk that kind of thing to both actors. You know, I mean, you could shatter her. They pull her shoulder out like hmm. stunt doubles and harnesses. No, I feel man. like she's strong enough. She is Emily. What's her name? Emily Bet Rickards or something yeah. like that. She. I remember they would do like awkward scenes of her like working out and trying to be better. Yeah. The best was like they showed her working out at home. She like ran on the treadmill for like five minutes and then she did like two steps and she's yeah. like, "All right, we're good." Oh well, she tried in this flashback. She tried doing the salmon ladder. Yeah, yeah. We all saw that one coming, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. As soon as the as soon as the wine was introduced, I was like, "Well, we know where this is gonna yeah. go." Yeah. Uh, I was like, what no. She tries it. Oh, like, I, I think I am drunk. Oh, my God. I need help getting down. Yeah. But we, let's not make fun of Felicity because Oliver's like, I'll help you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me just check. Instead of just putting you down like a normal person, I'm going to make sure you're really close. Yeah. And I'm going to like caress you as you go down. And I'm not going to put you down right away. No. But do you know what the weirdest thing is? Does the rest of the team know that they did that on their training mat? <laughs> the next time they're grappling. Oh. oh. What's this stain? Good thing there's no black lights. <laughs> Place would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Oh, we're going to see Guardians tonight too, so yes. even better. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely thought the flashbacks were well utilized. I'm, I'm, I hope that they're done with this this drama. I loved Felicity convincing Oliver like you were tortured for a week. Yeah, like you would have said anything. Like he yeah. he got into your head. You're not. It's, you don't kill because you like it. Like. I hope that that's enough to get him back in his green arrow suit. So we'll see what happens. with. Yeah. Uh, and now we have Prometheus has his kid. Yes. That's going to be some interesting character drama. Yeah. But uh, Star City rating for underneath? Uh, this is a tough one for me, too. Mm. As low as a four, but it could be a four or five. Okay. Um, kind of teetering because there wasn't really anything wrong with it. To be honest with you, I mean, I did like the flashbacks, you know, A, there was no elicited drama, a little bit when, you know, after, At the end of it, yeah. after they're done, you know, and she's like, yeah, we can't be together. And, but Oliver's like, yeah, no, I get it. You know what I mean? It's not like he's like, oh, but, 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 you know, maybe next time there's Chinese food and alcohol. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was cool too. Cause Chase was still the main like villain in this, even though we didn't see him. And the same thing with the previous episode. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I give it four, four, five. I'm going to give it a solid four. Yeah. Um, It was a good character progression, but not really a story progression. It had a lot of funny moments, which for Arrow are rare. Yeah. So I think I enjoyed them a little bit more. Um, And then it also goes to show how useful the team is and how much we enjoy having this new team. Yes. And it shows that you can introduce a ton of new characters and. And work. And make it work. Yeah. So yeah, solid four for me. Awesome. But uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on the most recent episodes and also where you guys think our seasons are going because we're winding down. Yeah, three more weeks. Just about, yeah. And then uh, we'll be on our summer hiatus, so it's going to be more episodes about obscure things from us. So we'd also love to hear what you'd like us to do episodes on. So how can people get in touch with us, Ronnie? Um, Best way would probably be like Facebook. You just follow us on Facebook. Search The Multiverse Fancast. 
Um, that's one way to do it. Um, you could always email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. Or if you want to take a listen to us, which hopefully you do since you're listening right now, um, you just find us on Podbean or we do post to our Facebook page. So you could just click the link from there. You could also download us from iTunes. All you have to do with all that is just search the Multiverse Fancast. And don't forget about you can find us on the Satchel Podcast player also. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Mags. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash.